0: Hello, everyone. My name is Wyatt Jackson. You're listening to Adventures into Odyssey. Hello, everyone. Um, you're listening to Adventures into Odyssey. I'm Wyatt Jackson, and I got new intro music, which is, like, really nice. Um, a friend did it for me, and to him, I'm eternally grateful. So, you know, I, I really got to have someone else on with me uh, occasionally to host this show. Sounds so much better with two people, but oh well. For now, it'll do. Just me. So, anyway, I also apolog- I want to apologize for last um not... releasing anything last week. I was super busy, and yeah, I just didn't have the time, so my apologies for that, but I came back. (laughs) And this week, I'm going to be reviewing episode 576, Prisoners of Fear, part three. It was written and directed by Marshall Younger, and it originally aired October 22nd, 2005. So we have much the same character, um the same ca- the same cast as we had last episode, except we don't have Haziz, the bad bad guy. We have Gobir, we have Kwame, we have um Aman, Eugene, Katrina. No Roy Blaisig, unfortunately. We have unnamed radio station guy, and we have Yosef. So pretty small cast. Um and uh, Yeah. <laughs> so okay at least we don't have a wit intro that's the one thing because i remember prisoners of fear part one had a wit intro and that just really did not make any sense seeing as uh you know this story like takes place in the congo and odyssey is like wait odyssey is like in illinois or something uh okay where is odyssey where is odyssey Okay, so I have the AAO wiki pulled up, and it says location. All of the specific state-containing Odyssey is, locate, is never specified. Um, the precursor ministry's family portrait is listed as Ohio. Okay, but that's not considered canon for AAO. Um, how, however, they have lots of evidence. Odyssey is located in Midwestern region. It's located north of Tennessee and Ohio River. It's located between Cincinnati and the U.S.-Canada border. It's located west of West Virginia. It's located with overnight driving distance of Ashburn, Virginia. And it has three highways, Route 29, Route 32, Route 40, and Route 24. And Ohio has all four of those highways. And it's located in a state that has sales tax. Either that or Odyssey has a city tax. Okay, so it could be Ohio or it could be, like, Illinois or one of those states. I don't know. Um, It would also make sense um, seeing as the two ski resort episodes because if it's, like, somewhere more southern, you know, there's no ski hills, sadly, there. In case you don't know, I'm, like, a big skiing fan and I, like, literally know all ski hills in the U.S. and Canada. Okay, that was uncalled for on my part. Uh, It's another one of my hobbies i should start a skiing podcast okay that is so off topic now (laughs) um okay why did i get onto this rant i should just roll the promo eugene and katrina are trapped in the very prison that was used for eugene's father years ago a prison with a secret tunnel it is conceivable that my father escaped eugene and katrina become fugitives in the jungle (laughs) I can't hear anyone chasing us But we have to keep running Is Eugene's father still alive And how will Eugene and Katrina ever make it out of the jungle Find out on the next Adventures in Odyssey Okay um, I'm getting really tired of Listening to that music this, They use the same backing tracks for all three Of the promos for Prisoners of Fear I can't wait to be done Prisoners of Fear, actually. It's like, oh, <laughs> okay. I, I can't wait to move on to other parts, especially the top floor. Man, I love the top floor, especially part one. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we should, I should get on with the episode. So we start the episode with really weird intro music. And I noted that down because I'm like, whoa, is that like a mix between African and something else? weird intro music no no chris in, n- not even and now adventures in Odyssey. it's just like it just like starts and it's really weird but okay so um we start the first scene starts with joseph eugene and katrina in a cave if you recall last week joseph tried to sell them into slavery basically but then um what's his name ha, ha-, ha- uh haziz But then Hazi's like, you know, he's like, ah, no, you're all going into the cave because you're all prisoners. So, yeah. So Eugene's reading his father's journal, and he's, like, recalling many fond memories of his father, and, like, he wanted his parents so badly, but, you know, he could never get them. And then he says that he was better knowing they were never alive. And he's, like, super sad because he still thinks his dad died in the cave-in. Which, spoiler alert... Spoiler alert. Eugene's dad is not dead. He escaped. But anyway, um Katrina says that they seemed very compassionate and kind, which I think yeah, I I really wish we could hear um Eugene's mother. Like come on, they didn't she didn't have to die, but oh well. So, um um then Yosef apologizes for him losing his parents. And Eugene's like, yeah, thanks, but you're, you know, you don't really seem that sincere. Because, you know, you just tried to sell us into slavery. Then Yosef says that it was his only chance of ever seeing his people again. Then Katrina feels the a breeze at, or a draft. And then she finds a loose rock. And then she finds a tunnel. And then she finds another cave. <laughs> okay, so Katrina feels the breeze. And then the breeze turns into a draft, and then the draft turns into a loose rock, and then the loose rock turns into a tunnel, and then the tunnel turns into a passage, and then the passage turns into a cave. And yeah, (laughs) that was kind of my rant on that. Um, (laughs) So um, we go to the next scene, and then it's um, Yosef, Eugene, and Katrina are not a part of dig because they they, uh, found... um, tunneled their way, like, you know, or they follow the tunnel, and they realize that they're on the other side of the cave. And so Eugene finds flash marks from explosives, and he concludes that his father caused the cave, that his father, like, built um, this series of tunnels, and that, you know, he, like, worked in it during his off time, which, whoa. I guess. I mean, he probably had access to lots of mining stuff, but... Eugene mentions that it took him like a decade to... It must have taken him a decade to finish it. But if he had proper mining tools, would it... I don't know. Also, I guess he would have had to do it in utmost secrecy, so... So anyway, the gist of it is, he's been working on these tunnels and they lead to the outside. And so then he causes a cave-in... And everyone thinks he's, like, buried underneath the rocks. But then secretly he just, like, goes out of the tunnel. So basically they they believe he's dead. And then they just move on. So they're on the the other side of the cave-in. And then Eugene's like, he might still be alive. And, yeah, he might still be alive, Eugene. So then we go to scene three with Yosef, Eugene, and Katrina in the jungle. In the jungle. So Eugene is, like, exuberant. He's like, guys, okay, come on, we gotta, like, search for him. And then Yosef is like, no, like, we can't. he's like, oh, come on, I have a glimmer of hope. And then Yosef is like, huh, you have hope? I don't. And Eugene's like, oh, come on, Yosef, like, you know, and then Eugene kind of tells Yosef about God and, um, then he tells Eugene that God and then um he tells him like him about his all powerful God and Yosef is like, ah, if your god's like as powerful as you say, then your god can bring like your father to you. And then Katrina's like, you know, Eugene, he's kinda right. Like it is like literally impossible to find him. It happened three months ago. So, um Katrina convinces them to go to the Ashanti village. And then we go To scene four, the other side of the river. So Yosef Yosef has been leading them to the river. And then they're like, okay, this is great. Come on, let's go. And then Yosef is like, ah, no, I'm not not coming. And Eugene wants him to come and get his life back. And um, Eugene is like super persistent with Yosef. And then so Kachina tells Yosef that they'll convince Ashanti's... um, That the curse isn't real, and then they'll come back for Yosef. And initially, Yosef is like, "Really, you do that for me?" And they're like, "Yeah, like you need to find forgive, like forgiveness, like they'll forgive you." And then Yosef is like, "I can't even forgive myself." Goodbye, and he just leaves them. And then we go to the next scene, and it's the other side of the dam. So they're on the if you remember the last one, they found the modern dam. And so they're on the other side of the, Eugene, Katrina, and Gobier are on the other side of the dam. And so they reach the dam, and they're like, huh, it's the dam. Let's go. And then Gobier comes out, he's like, no, you're not going. And he has like a gun, and Eugene's like, huh, how untraditional. And then he tells them that he's the curse, and like he invented the curse. Um, he and the Wolof spilts the dam, and now he uses it to keep the Ashanti safe with laser trip wires. Which I'm like, whoa, how? Well, no, I, I guess I guess he got he got them from the Wolof tribe. It never really tells you how the Wolof tribe got all these. I, I, I guess Dalton Kern could have, you yeah. know, that yeah, that that's the other American. It's Dalton Kern is Leonard Meltzner's foil, and he's like another archaeologist, but he's like. A bad archaeologist. We'll cover him when we get into um, later episodes, like the top floor, which I cannot wait to cover. But for now, I got to do this one. So, um, so he learned that people will believe what they want, and he takes advantage of free- frequent lightning to set fires, and like, and then he blames it on them. And he's doing it to protect them from greed, because if the Ashanti's knew what was in the world, they would want it, and it would destroy them. And Eugene's like, ah, that's horrible. And go, and then you know he's like, yeah. And then Eugene is like, you, you know, you're not giving like your people like the credit they deserve. And he's like, well, whatever. I'm I'm not letting go of this. And then Gobir admits that he has done terrible things, but he can't let them go back to the Ashanti's. And so he threatens to kill them if they cross the river. But then before that, he says, they say, yeah so he threatens to kill them and they both refuse like he just says like leave or i'm gonna kill you and they both leave uh, and they both refuse which is like guys come ah uh, guys you're both just about to die like is it is it worth it i mean there might be other options here like uh I don't know. For me, it's not worth risking, like, my life for this. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. I. I um, oh, well, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so anyway. And then Yosef jumps on Gobir and tackles him, and they both run away. And so both of them are running, and then they, they get to, to, like, the rope bridge, and then they see Kwame, Kwame. And so Kwame thinks the curse is over, and they're on the other side, and he's going to walk across the bridge, because he doesn't know about the laser tripwires. And then Gobir comes, and Kwame's like, oh, Dad, you're on the other side. And he's like, no, stay, stay there. But Kwame's like, I'm coming, I'm crossing. And then Eugene tells Gobir that he has to tell Kwame the truth. And Gobir's like, no, I am not. I'm telling him what he needs to know. And then she says, you're willing to risk your son's life in order to keep this curse. And he's like, quiet. And then Kwame's like, I'm coming. He, he, he like, says I'm coming, like, four times or something. And I have it written down that he's kind of a plot device in this, episode, in this scene. You know, it's like, yeah. But he, well, he keeps persisting that he must cross the bridge. And Katrina tells him that he must tell Kwame... Uh, it it auto corrected my notes to quasi. <laughs> Qua. <laughs> he must. <laughs> okay. So he must tell Kwami, Qu- quasi, Kwami, the truth, and then Gobeer tells him part truth that there isn't a curse, and then Kwami is like, "Okay, well, I'm crossing," and Gobeer's like, "No, stop! I did it!" And then he like tells him like the whole truth, but then Kwami still crosses halfway. So, e.g. He would have crossed either way, like, well, I don't know. Uh, So, um, and then go- Gobier runs out into the middle of the bridge and just tells him, like, to hold on no matter what. But then, like, nothing happens. And, like, no water comes. And they're both, like, wondering what happened. And so then we're, we go to the next scene, and we're on the riverbank. And is apologizing to Kwame, and Kwame is deeply hurt by his father, what he did. And he tries telling Kwame that he did it for their own good, and and then Eugene's like, "So we can go back now. There's like no need for you to kill us." And Gobier's like, "Yeah, you you, you can go back now." And so um, and then Yosef comes, and like, Yosef is like, "Yeah, you mentioned later tripwires, so I just happened to find them all and I tore them out." Which, whoa. La- laser tripwires are a small, and hard, well, uh, um, I guess if they're near the bridge, mate. but, but then, wait, wait a second, this doesn't, this doesn't make sense, okay, so, let's, let's go back for a sec. So, Eugene and Katrina, they're at the dam, and Yosef Tackles go beer, and then, like, they run away. And then presumably Gobeer, like, Yosef runs away. And then Gobeer runs after Eugene and Katrina. And then Yosef goes to the other side of the... He runs to the other side of the dam and runs back to, like, the start of the bridge. Um... Oh, no, maybe, maybe... Okay... Oh no! I, th- or unless if the laser trip wires are near the dam, and that's like where the because ca- the laser trip wires may still be at the. It just might be the cable that's connected to like um the opening, the like the the what's it called, the dikes, or uh, I'm not sure. Okay, yeah. So maybe if Yosef just goes to the dam, it would make sense. But if he could not have run back all the way to the bridge, like Kwame is at the bridge. Yeah. Okay. So. I guess Yosef just runs to the dam and like pulls out all the electronics from the dam, and then so n- nothing happens. So anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, so you you Gobier invites Yosef to come back to the village, and Yosef is like extremely happy at this. And then we go um to the Ashanti village with Amon. And Gobier has just told Amon the entire truth. And Amon is very upset at Gobir. And then Gobier still try, you know, he's like, I just wanted to protect you. And then she's like, no, you misjudged, like, all of us. And then he asks her forgiveness. And she says she, that she wants to see that he's sincere. So he has to help Eugene and Katrina find their way home. He has to tell the village what he's done. And then he has to replace himself as leader with Joseph. And he agrees to do it, like, quite willingly. He's like, I will do it. And then she takes Kwame for a walk on the other side of the river. So then we go to Eugene and Katrina in the tent, and Gobier comes and he gives Eugene and Katrina a piece of the transmitter that he stole, and so that they can contact like someone anytime. And he's going to gather the village to tell like his story, what he did to all of them, because he treated them like slaves. And then he says he tried to be God, but he became a fool. And so Katrina tells him about the one God and. Gobier actually takes it quite well. And so then, we go to scene 10, the tower. Kwame tells Eugene that he went to the other side of the river. Eugene never believed in the curse. And then Eugene finishes the tower. And it works, and there's like the unnamed radio transmitter dude. But Kwame's disappointed that he's leaving. Then Eugene tells Kwame that he's going home to look for his father. And then the final scene that we get is in Eugene writing down his journal, which, whoa, I almost forgot that. Like, he's he started it in a, a journal entry, but that was only at the beginning of part one, and, you yeah. so know. He's writing down in his journal, and he and Katrina made it back to the U.S. safely. Apparently, Roy Blaisig got over his fear of the curse, maybe, the other American pilots. So they made it back to the U.S. safely. Then he looked into his father, but no one could help them. But he did discover that the mission board, um, the person who requested the mission board to send someone to the Ashanti's, his name was, or his initials were LM. So the mission board sent him the request fax, which, fax, (laughs) I guess in 2005 faxes were still um, a thing, but anyway, the mission board sent him, like, the request via fax, and the signature of the guy who wanted the tower built was L.M., and it was in his father's handwriting, and apparently he never forgot the Ashanti's. So, yeah, that's prisoners of fear. Um, very good episodes. There are three very good episodes. Very adventure esque. Um, and by the way, it's in the Congo, not Zaire. That's a goof. I don't know why Marshall e. Younger made that mistake, but oh well. I'll forgive him. It was good episodes. Um, I didn't really enjoy making a podcast about them, but oh well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh well. <laughs> w- 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 whatever. I think the reasoning that I did I didn't like recording these was just because I made it drag out so long. Like it was. It's been like over a month. <laughs> um, but anyway. I hope you enjoyed these episodes. Please give me an email at adventures at gmail.com. Still no emails yet. And um yeah, thanks again to the Wadfam Chalk put Dylan Weaver for giving me the advice and how to uh you know, grab the audio files from the A- AIO wiki. Uh, you're great, Dylan, thanks. <laughs> um so I think that's all I have for this week. Uh yeah. I'll be back with the next episode of the Leonard Miltzner saga, episode 584, Dead Ends. Um, Yeah, see you guys, and have a great week.